Hello everyone, welcome back to the Seda Monkeys podcast. I'm your host, Earth Too Fat, and today I'm joined by Bear is Some, or Small Boy Bear. Hello. Uh, for the first time in a long time, Charles, or Club Me. I'm back. He's back. Yay. Melon Rap. Howdy. And uh, we got some interesting articles today. Uh, one that came last minute, like within the past five minutes, actually. Um... But we'll start here with one that doesn't technically have a source because it's a cryptocurrency. And I'm not really sure that there's any source to cite other than the source itself. Uh, with that, the source being Audius. I almost said the name of the crypto instead of it. Uh, the crypto is called Audio and the, the name of the company is called Audius. Um, Audius launched, uh, for some quick background here, uh, Audius launched their cryptocurrency, Audio, as a governance token that's run on the Ethereum blockchain. So it's not necessarily a traditional cryptocurrency, it's a governance token. Um, The idea being that with this governance token, anyone can have any say over what goes on at Audius since it's a community-based platform. And they wanted, you know, they didn't want just themselves to have a say or just investors to have a say. Um, They did a round of, I believe it was 10,000 users got... uh, ranges of different amounts of audio uh, depending on what they uploaded to their accounts and how many views those um uploads got um i was one of those ten thousand users i got about i think it was 13 14 000 audio and i did sell most of it at the time i was trading for like 21 cents um and ethereum's price was 740 which literally you know with my luck of course it did the next like five days it shot up to one thousand two hundred dollars so you know amazing luck um but i kind of expected that i had a feeling that i'd sell it and it would just instantly go up in price like ethereum would because you have to convert it to ethereum first but um i've been i still have a bit of audio left over i didn't sell all of it um and i joined a group of like crypto-minded people and ever since then i've just been kind of tracking the price of audio and seeing you know where it goes and how much it rises According to a lot of predictions, not not by people but by uh, AI, it seemed like Audius or uh, sorry Audio was on track to hit a dollar by 2024. Well, in a pretty insane uh, turn of events, in the past like two or three weeks, it has just rallied up and up and up to the point where yesterday at 9:07 a.m. one audio uh, actually that well, I I should correct that I sent that screenshot then. Um, I don't remember if that was from a different server or at that time, but either way, yesterday, um, so three nine twenty one, audio audio was trading at one dollar and thirty cents a token, making one audio token worth more than the U.S. dollar, um, which is pretty fucking insane considering just in December it was worth twenty one cents and it has now jumped up this much. Uh, I should check right now, real quick, on CoinGecko. Let's see how much one audio token is worth right now it's gone down it's one dollar and one cent which is a little saddening but regardless it's still insane um it's all-time high uh was yesterday and it was one dollar and 33 cents so it jumped a bit above that one dollar 30 um but the fact that it I i don't know if this would be called a crash at going down by 30 cents like that but if this is a crash then it tells me audio audio itself is probably not going to have any actual drastic crashes ever if it's only crashing by 30 cents down from its all-time high that it hit in this like the same day um but i just thought this was interesting because audius doesn't promote 
and cannot legally promote um, or allow the conversation of in their servers the trading, like discussion of trading or selling audio. Because if they were to do that, then it would have to be filed like with the U.S. government as a cryptocurrency. But it's to them a governance token running on the Ethereum blockchain, which so they cannot encourage talk. And it's not um, in order to be a cryptocurrency, you have to be a registered U.S. security. And they're not. Um, so they keep, they discourage trading and conversation of it, everything like that. So they're not, I don't think they're celebrating this externally because they can't. Um, but it's insane to see something that technically wasn't even meant to be sold, um, become something worth over a dollar. I, I didn't, I genuinely didn't think that would happen this year, like let alone in 2024. I figured that was probably a very, very rough estimate that probably wasn't true. But yeah, what do you guys what do you guys think here? Because I'm I think the only one here who's like an actual like audience head and he's been following them for yeah. a long time. But what do you guys think here? How much did you save, or uh, how much audio did you save? I have about nine hundred and something audio left over. Like let's say nine sixty. Oh, so you have a decent amount left over. Yeah, I have about a grand USD. Um, to go by this, I was over a grand the other day because it was up to one um dollar 30 but like, like, since it's gonna, probably going to fluctuate to 114 by the end of the day let's say about a grand in usd and about a thousand audio but yeah um i i and it part of part of me regrets this means selling the the 13,000 i did because that could have now translated to thirteen thousand dollars and on the other hand hey i'm still grateful i got it in the first place i can't like i have to state that i'm not a greedy asshole um but b even it, per se, I did sell that, right? At that point, I have to file for like in, income tax. <laughs> I literally get like income tax from twenty <laughs> for twenty twenty one. I don't know, but for twenty twenty, it was twelve thousand two hundred dollars, and for twenty nineteen, it was twelve thousand four hundred. So let's say twelve thousand, um, assuming it goes down again, or just as a general thing, I, I would be over that. Could I could I have sold a bit less of it? Yes, but. I don't, you know, if I, if something's this high, I want to sell it now. Um, yeah. But so I'm kind of in, in a many ways, I'm happy that I didn't sell it for $14,000 because it's going to be like, oh yeah, time to get the shit taxed to oblivion. Um, but yeah, I've been looking into buying more audio, uh, but my biggest issue I'm coming up with right now is it's only available to buy in two ways. There's Binance, which you can buy directly and uniswap binance it, you, it's audio buying i just like completely just stop speaking normally <laughs> you can only buy audio through binance in other countries other than the u.s because of the fact that audio is not a registered security in the u.s so they don't want to offer it like that i don't know how uniswap have permission to but they do and you can trade ethereum for it i guess that's how they're doing it like trading you can trade ethereum for it on uniswap uh you can exchange it for audio the biggest issue right now is even if, let's say I want to trade one audio, so $1 for however 0.000 whatever Ethereum, right? This says here a dollar and a cent is worth 0.0056013 Ethereum, right? Let's say I want to do that. Because of Ethereum gas prices, the fee, like the Ethereum gas price fee, last time I checked, is $167 for that. For $1. So... <laughs> That's what's been preventing me from investing um, because I, I don't have that kind of money to spend on like transfer fees, um, which is the only thing 
stopping me from like recommending to people watching to invest in audio because it's you're you're gonna invest like if you if you're gonna invest in it you're gonna want to invest like at least a thousand dollars because a hundred sixty seven dollars transfer fee is ridiculous and it, investing any less than than a thousand in my opinion is just not gonna be great returns with the amount it's gonna cost you just to transfer it um and keep in mind too if it um in order to in order to here's the other big issue you again you can only sell it directly as well i believe through binance so the only other way to sell it in the u.s is uniswap um and for the record if you're gonna try and skirt u.s law or maybe i don't know if it's technically illegal or not but i th you you can use a vpn to go to binance non-us and sell it do i think that's illegal yes do i know no it's very unclear um that's the only way i know to direct sell it but the only way to sell it in the U.S. Um, legally is via Uniswap by, again, trading it for Ethereum and then selling that Ethereum. The issue arises with, like, at least my original issue was I didn't know how to sell it in the U.S. Because you can't sell it through MetaMask. Um, they won't buy Ethereum off you. And you can't sell it through Uniswap. They won't buy Ethereum off you. The only way I found was Coinbase. And I it was it's registered under my dad since I'm not 18. And you have to like submit your ID and everything. He did that and it wouldn't register the ID for some reason. Um, and I kept having this issue where I just couldn't get like I try and log in and I, the whole page would just be errors. The only way I found that it works is if you use the fucking mobile app, you can actually do shit if the ID thing doesn't work. Um, I also don't know why they require an ID for tr like having crypto traded into your account and then selling it because the id part only if i'm correct would actually matter for buying it through them and i didn't buy it through them so it's kind of stupid um Probably just in case to cover their uh ass yeah and the part of the id thing is um coinbase at the end of every year they send out or not every year but you know like towards tax season they send out um tax forms and everything because cryptocurrency is taxable um audio is since when <laughs> since 2019 well actually i think before then but 2019 they updated it it's been taxable for a little bit though yeah um yeah that's pretty dumb yeah oh i've looked into it extensively because the the issue with audio people are running into is since audio since audience don't talk about trading of it no one knew if it was taxable and i did do research to confirm it or not i'm actually the one who confirmed to a lot of people it is not audio itself is not taxable as a crypto because it, a it's not a u.s security um but b the only types of the only way people obtained airdrops in well i should rephrase this if you got your audio from an airdrop like i did like the ten thousand people did um that is not taxable because the only types of airdrops that are taxable are ones that ha are hard forks of an existing crypto like if ethereum had ethereum 2 which i believe is an actual thing coming out soon um and it's set to like really lighten up the blockchain so the gas prices won't be so expensive but um ethereum 2 would be a hard fork um of ethereum a soft fork alternatively would be something where it's backwards compatible um but if you're being issued crypt like an airdrop for a hard fork it's to replace the pre-existing stuff which will become ultimately worthless um a soft fork just means it is it can work with that older stuff but it's just more of it it's not like replacing it audio by definition is neither because it's a governance token and it's not it is not a hard fork of ethereum like it is not ethereum 2 
Um, and it is also not a soft fork because it's not backwards compatible with Ethereum. You have to like trade it in a thing that accepts trades of crypto. Um, the U.S. government does not actually have any governance, anything on that type of uh, crypto. They don't say in their IRS form what happens if it's neither. Um, so although I, I should preface this too, I am not an attorney. If you're really, or like a tax professional, uh, I would definitely consult a tax professional before you take my word for it. But in my research, and also from talking to Ronil Rumberg, the uh, Runberg or Rumberg, the CEO of Audius, audio is not a hard or soft fork, and therefore under IRS guidelines, it is not taxable. The airdrop itself, if you got it under from the airdrop, it's not taxable. Um, if you buying crypto itself is not taxable if you sold your audio directly in the u.s which technically is impossible um without you know like without a vpn and then a bunch of i don't think that's technically legal but if you sold it somehow in the u.s uh per se to a, a friend or something that's taxable uh you, you'd have to report that and if you traded it um you have to report the i believe it's just the, something with the trade um the only the only good thing in my situation is the amount i ended up getting back it was like $2700 is low enough that um it's not taxable it's not enough um for income tax yeah i've given myself dry mouth talking about this so long but uh, you don't you guys don't know how many hours i had to look into like tax shit to try and figure out is it taxable because <laughs> if you looked in the um the like two weeks ago if you looked in the audience uh, uh audio server they have set up for it and you looked in um like the general questions it was like every day there was like one or two new people asking hey how does audio like fall under uh, u.s taxes and no one would answer because they can't because <laughs> that's yeah. technically related to trading um so i i told a lot of them to like manually dm me um or i dm them sometimes i'm like hey just so you know, this is my research into it, and it does not seem to be, but I don't... You talk to your tax professional, but you're probably fine. Um, what I will say without a tax professional is even even if you sold it, and, like, first say it was from an, an airdrop or from a general sale. Um, well, actually, well, I won't say a sale of it, because I don't know if that falls under income tax. I believe it does. But what I will say is if you sold it from the airdrop, and it doesn't, like go over 12,000 let's say just $12,000 in income tax you're or not income tax in general income for that year you're fine you, you don't you shouldn't have to report it uh the IRS says you can report it because it's the IRS but you don't have to um so I can say that without being a tax professional if you made less than $12,000 in this year which is not yet over so I I, I sold mine in December for the record um but if it was last year, if you made less than twelve thousand two hundred that year, and um, just in general, you don't have to file income tax. So if that audio um, added up onto your normal income, which could be zero or whatever number, is less than twelve thousand two hundred, you're fine. Um, this year, I don't know. I I kind of wonder how income taxes will change a bit this year because of COVID. I kind of feel like it'll be lower, or no, uh, sorry, uh, higher. Or maybe there just won't be as harsh a tax. I don't really know. Uh, but this year's kind of its own jungle of figuring that out. That We won't know that till next June, right? When they release more guidelines. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. And this is all coming from someone who is 17 and completely new to tax shit. <laughs> I mean, my dad's an accountant, so I know a bit of it. But not a fucking lot. <laughs> this, this was a while. 
Uh, but yeah, that was 15 minutes of talking about that. But uh, it, uh, going back real quick to just audio, do you guys have, have any other comments on it, like hitting a dollar specifically? Because I still think it's amazing. Um, when, when you la I forget when you last talked about it, but how much was it when you started talking about it? When I started talking about it, I assume that was around when I realized I had some. Like, Audius said, um... Yeah, yeah, like, you, you signed up with that one uh, website, I forget what it is. Audius. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> audio only started existing, I believe, in September, October, November. I forget, that's a, I know that's a big variable, I just don't want to look it up the second. I, I believe it was November, though. Uh, may have been a couple months earlier of 2020. And... I actually figured it, no, it wasn't November. So it was, um, I think it was September and I got notified about it in November because they said by like December 1st, uh, people who have not claimed their audio, um, are not going to be able to claim it anymore. I'm like, oh shit. Well, today's like November 26th. I might, you know, I probably should go claim it. Um, and I did, and I had like 13,000 and then my friend Cypher had some and he said he didn't want it. So he gave me, it was like 800 something. Um, and for the record, I've offered Cypher as well. Hey, if you want some of the money I made off it, because it ended, I ended up like realizing it's worth something. I can give you, and he's like, "No, it's fine." Um, but at that point, on the day I got it, I believe I looked it up. It was worth about seventeen or eighteen cents. Um, it did. It didn't really vary much. Like you know, if it went up a cent, it would be like, "Wow, <laughs> that was how big that was at that point." Um, mm -hmm. so the fact that it was up to twenty-one cents was insane. Um. And now that's not even considered insane growth for it. It's considered like, wow, great, cool, like a few cents. Um, but I, but most, a lot of people I knew in this crypto-minded server were like, sell now. You know, like, like this is audio like peaking in price for a while. Uh, and to be fair to them, it was peaking in price for about a month. And then that just didn't, that was no longer true. Uh, but yeah, that it was worth maybe 18 cents um, when I got it originally and then it only grew by about three cents before i sold it and i sold it i think like two weeks later because i was bored one night and i was trying i was looking i was looking to get into crypto and then i realized <laughs> by the way this is how dumb i was with it i didn't realize audio was a cryptocurrency i thought it was you know like some shit you have on their website to like buy like some merch or some shit i legitimately thought that's what it was um and then I looked it up and I realized, wait, audio is a cryptocurrency. I have 14,000 of it. And I did the math really quick at 18 cents. It was still like, like $2,400. Like, holy shit. That's a lot of fucking money. The most I've had in my bank account is like $300. Um, but yeah. So I don't know. I would, if, if you can, if you're in a country that's not the US with all the fucking stupid laws on crypto, um, cause there are some countries that like have no regulation on them, which are, it's really cool to see that, um, invest in audio. I have a feeling it's probably not going to crash below a dollar. And if it does, it'll be for like 20 minutes and then it'll come back up. Um, it, but I don't see, unless audience themselves really fuck up, uh, which behind the scenes, I've had some issues with them with security related stuff and I'm still having them, but I won't disclose the, any of that yet. I know what it is. Yeah. Not just that Charles it has been a lot more since the last time Ooh. we've talked. Um, I, but I still, I am working that out, that out with them privately. Um, but until, until I work that out privately in full and, or I don't, and I have to make a video on them or some shit. Um, I'm not going to say anything there, but what I will say is audio itself, provided audios don't screw it up, looks like 
worthy investment. Uh, just yesterday, they held a meet on Clubhouse. What is Clubhouse, by the way? I've never heard of it. That's new to me. It's new to you. I, it, I've never I, heard of it either. It seemed, it said it was an app, and it looks like it's like a mobile Google Meets, but I didn't, I've never ever heard of it. Um, They had something on, they did like a, a public thing on Clubhouse where they announced they're doing stuff with NFTs, which if I know, remember correctly and understand correctly, that's like art traded over the blockchain or like blockchain or art hosted on the blockchain or some shit like that. Um, but they're, they've been kind of blowing up recently and Audius is apparently looking to get into those. Um, the only thing I will say is Audius, before you get into fucking NFTs, add two factor authentication, please. <laughs> like actually please. But yeah, I would say as long as, um, uh, as long as you can buy audio without ridiculous, uh, Ethereum gas prices, or you have enough to invest that that doesn't matter and you can buy it legally. Uh, definitely invest in audio. It looks like it's going to go nothing but up, provided audience don't uh, fuck up. But yeah, I just want to talk about that because um, a lot of funding for stuff related to Zeta Monkeys came directly from money made off of selling my audio token. Um, Let's just get that in on like a t-shirt. Nothing but up. Nothing. 2020. <laughs> sure. Watch it go fucking down. Watch it go to like 90 cents or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um... Because, you know, it's my luck. Like, I, I say something, and then the opposite happens. It, that's always how... Or I do something, and the opposite happens. Um, Even delayed, by you the way. You said it wasn't going to go up until late 2021. No, late 2024. It's paid in above a dollar. Yeah. Uh, that, 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 that happens to be delayed, by the way. I Zaire was over at my house, like, early 2020 or something. No, like, mid-2020. And um, he used his screwdriver to unscrew my bop-it. And, um, I never saw it again. And I'm like, Zaire, I'm pretty sure you took it with you. Like, I, I, I've looked everywhere. I've torn apart my room, like, twice. I don't know where it is. Um, well, I found where it is. Um, it was literally yesterday, by accident, I moved, I, I have his old computer case in my room. Uh, he, because he came to my house so we could swap to a new computer case. I got him. Um, I have his old one in my room and lodged in, like, the drive bay. And it lodged as in, it didn't move after the multiple times I've moved that case around, lodged in there was the fucking screwdriver. I just found it yesterday. This thing's been in there for like a year. <laughs> and I just found it. And I'm so fucking, I don't know, I don't know if it was him, because it's not something he would do to put it in there, but it's also really not something I would do either. So I don't know how it ended up in there. Um, but yeah, like that should have. Like I told him, dude, I, I'm pretty sure you have it. I'm like never gonna see the screwdriver again. There it is. Found it yesterday, looking for fucking a standoff, um, not standoff, a screw thing for a, a CPU cooler, which I also can't find. I never found that, so I have it jerry rigged up right now. Uh, but we'll move on here to the next story. Uh, this one has a source. This is from IGN. Um, some Bethesda games will be Xbox or PC exclusives under Microsoft. Um, that's very self-explanatory, and there's not really a lot to go over other than that. Um, the only thing noteworthy here is the fact that in the past, uh, Microsoft was quoted as saying something along the lines of, you know, on a case-by-case -case basis, uh, Bethesda games and Zenimax games will become exclusive to Xbox and PC rather than, you know, all platforms. So it's interesting now that they're saying some, not a case-by-case -case basis. It's already some. Um, 
what I guess my biggest wonder um, and question to you guys is: Do you think this means Elder Scrolls is going to be like a fucking Xbox exclusive? I would be surprised. That an exclusive? I can. Well, yeah, I, I mean, it is their biggest. Well, considering one of their biggest. the fact that uh, um, Skyrim is on your mother's toaster, yeah, <laughs> probably might be on um, at least PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering. Um, and also, th- this technically builds off a report Tyler McVicker. Um, formerly known as Valve News Network, did on uh, Doom, like I think yesterday or two days ago, saying that at the very end, from the sor- from his inside sources, it's very unclear um, as to how Microsoft views Doom, and if they even like Doom, and if they would continue it. Um, so, A, I wonder if, and hope, that Doom will continue as a thing under Microsoft. Yeah, it better. And um, two, I wonder if Doom, I legitimately wonder if Doom will become Xbox and PC exclusive. Because something tells me it will. If if anything, Doom will. Um, Doom was, like, born on PCs, so it did kind of make a little bit of sense. Yeah. Um, well, and when they say exclusive, too, I think they mean just Xbox and PC. Uh, especially for Microsoft and exclusivity. I mean, it says it partially in here, but for Microsoft and exclusivity, that only makes sense considering they own Windows. Like, of course, they're going to want it yeah. on PC. Um, kind of obvious. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, to me, personally, and I've talked about this before, it's very unsubstantiated. Like, I don't have any source to back it up. This is just my thinking. Doom seems like the least, um, for lack of a better term, offensive franchise to make an Xbox exclusive. <laughs> Out of all, I don't mean offensive as in... offensive series being the least offensive. I just mean, I don't think people will get up in, as up in yeah, arms about it yeah, as they I would Skyrim or Fallout. Um, I, I just can't, I can't see it happening. I really can't see it happening. Um, and again, watch it happen now that I've said that. But yeah, I don't know if you have a, if you have a PS5, I mean, you, you really did pick the best console of the generation, but you're going to have to deal with this, I guess, whenever their new games materialize. Oh, you're just missing Bethesda. <laughs> Yeah. Nothing, nothing lost, nothing gained. <laughs> if I were to, if I were to predict it, it's gonna be if there is a new, another Doom game released during this console generation that isn't Doom Eternal, um, it'll probably be an Xbox and PC exclusive. Um, the Indiana Jones game they just announced will probably be an Xbox exclusive. I believe they announced a game with Lucasfilm about Star Wars or something as well. That'll also be Xbox exclusive, and then probably like Fallout. And Skyrim will probably maintain being pro- like all platforms. Um, yeah. The other, ooh, the other thing I wonder: uh, Will games like since Doom Eternal's come to the Switch? Will games like newer additions in Skyrim, since or sorry, Elder Scrolls, since Skyrim did come to the Switch as well? Will newer additions to that come to the Switch, um, or will those also just be Xbox exclusive? Uh, if you don't. Recall, I believe part of the reason they put it on the Switch has something to do with Xbox Game Pass or something like that. I don't remember why. Because hmm. uh, I know, uh, I should say with Microsoft stuff, Ori and the Blind Wisps or whatever the fuck that game's called uh, came to Switch. And that's a Microsoft like published and made game. And that came to Switch. I'm pretty sure it has something to do with Game Pass. Um, so I wonder if that if Skyrim... I, I am I the only one that calls Elder Scrolls Skyrim? I call it Skyrim. Yeah, I I feel I'm just gonna say Skyrim for now because I hate it's correcting Skyrim myself. Is easy. Yeah, the new Skyrim. Um, 
I I wonder if that will come to Switch. Um, the more I think about it, it's the Switch. It probably won't. But no one thought Skyrim itself would run the Switch, and they managed to make it run. And from my playing of it, it runs okay. Like it doesn't run horribly. It doesn't run great, but it definitely doesn't run horribly. I'll move on here to yet another fucking article on nothing. Nothing um, is something, sort of, kind of. Yeah, specifically Carl Pye's nothing. Um, showing off a tobacco pipe-inspired Concept One wireless earbud. This is from TechCrunch. How the fuck does this look like a tobacco pipe? This yeah, yeah. this looks yeah, like the top it, it of a metal looks straw. Looks like I know an earphone. It looks like the top of a metal straw. Also, that does not look like a comfortable earphone. That's flat. It does not. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really, I dislike that, like, a lot. I don't understand the design philosophy here. No one's ears are circles like that. Or, like, ear cavities. They're not circles. Um, I really hope this concept is just a concept, and the, like, the final product looks more like an actual earbud. Uh, because I think these are gonna fail instantly. There's like no one's going to buy these if they if they maintain this shape. They're gonna there's gonna be like the the first wave of people who buy them. They review them and say they fuck the shape fucking sucks and hurts your ears and there's no no one's gonna buy them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a few other interesting things in this article to point out are the fact that despite the fact they bought Essential recently, it really doesn't seem as though they're gonna release anything smartphone related. Um, because the idea behind um, well, to quote TechCrunch here, the product is built with a semi-transparent design. As part of an approach that features no screens, no dedicated devices, just barely noticeable technology that empowers us to be more human. End quote from um, nothing. So I, uh, they're probably not launching a phone, which is a bit unfortunate considering they bought Essential. I, I don't know why they bought Essential then. I don't understand. I don't know. I don't essential. understand. <laughs> I don't understand what they're going for here. I'll show myself out. Um... Yeah, I, I don't get this. I, I, th- let me just say, this alone kind of, like, lets us know what they're planning on doing. Which is, like like they said, um, making it think like tech feel like nothing. No screens, no dedicated, just barely noticeable technology that, like, can be integrated into our lives. Yeah, yeah, the, bares, the barely, barely noticeable uh, red and chrome-plated fucking, like, exhaust pipe that, that sits in your ear. I don't, I, it really, the more I look at it, it looks like a fucking exhaust pipe, or like Turbo the Snail. I don't, I do not understand this design. Uh, I really hope this isn't final. I'm just noting the fact that, like, they're, they're using, like, the, like, their, uh, their font for their, uh, brand. They're literally just using, like, the, uh, wiring font, you know, like, on wires, it shows, like, the, it's like a matrix font. Is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, they are really going for nothing. Mm-hmm. So I hope. Um, the also, by the way, I'm pretty sure that's just the logo reflecting. I I kind of was hoping that black stripe down there was part of the design because that doesn't. It looks better than just full chrome. But no, I think it's just a full chrome earbud, which really doesn't scream nothing. And like, but no, I think that is just a wire on the inside. It could. Oh yeah. The, oh yeah. That could be. Sorry, yeah, yeah it's really transparent. We have like a dead-on look. <laughs> this lighting sucks because it makes it look chrome. But uh, they say it's transparent, and even though I read that or when I originally read the article and I looked at this, I literally couldn't tell it was transparent. I thought it was chrome. 
I actually I thought it was Chrome. Bob and then there as well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is transparent. You're right. I can see that now. Um, is it acrylic? How are you gonna find it if you drop it? Like, well, it's got night. the white bottom. Buy another one. <laughs> Buy another one. Is that? A, I really hope that's not acrylic, but I also really hope that's not glass. Um, because both the, one's gonna scratch really fucking easily, and the other one's gonna break when you drop it. Neither are great. I I don't I don't know. I really don't know. Also, I don't think acrylic's gonna feel great in your ears. But yeah, I hope the the fucking side of like a, a Mario pipe or whatever the fuck you want to call this uh, gets a design change in the ear part specifically. The rest of it, I, it has its flaws, but it's fine. But the, the ear part looks like it's gonna be unwearable. It's not gonna be comfy. But it could also be just be the depth of field in the photo. I really don't know. Um, so hopefully there's more than one like side angle shot of this thing released very soon and it's not just this and it's not actually what it's looking like it is in this photo. Um, but yeah, we'll move on here to Microsoft being funny. <laughs> uh, the story is from Engadget. The only Cortana powered speaker is about the Liz Cortana. Wow. Nice. I think the best part of this for me was the fact that there's only one Cortana powered speaker. Not, not the fact that I didn't even know it existed. Like, let me just mention. I heard about this. Um, this was another one of those things. If I remember correctly, I read about right before, like we originally started the like the first episode of the podcast. It was not the same day, like you know, like around then. Um, and I, I, I don't remember if we did end up covering it or not. But yeah, it's I, I, I knew there was one, and I'm like, oh, maybe there's gonna be, you know, there's gonna be at least ten, right? There's gonna be at least ten. No, just fucking one, and now it's losing it. Um, for context here, though, or at least for my take on it, there's no big loss. It's fucking Cortana. Cortana's never been really useful at all. It's the type of thing you accidentally click on in the bottom left of your window screen. I yeah, the first Cortana. thing that I did when I got my computers looked up how to remove it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm willing to bet I am not the only one. Exactly. Um, now the sucky part is if you actually uninstall it from the system. Microsoft tied like system specific search thing like indexing search results in the computer or searching stuff in the Windows search thing They tied it to Cortana. So you lose a ton of functionality by doing that um, Like actually uninstalling Cortana entirely Which fucking sucks and I'm really annoyed oh, by wow. that because in older versions that wasn't true um, But I have her all but removed uh, But yeah, I I mean the only big loss here is to people who bought the speaker, which is probably at least, you know, like at most 20 people. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, how, like, how much was it? Do we know? I don't, I have no idea. Let's, let's look it up here. Carmen... Because I'm really hoping it, like, basically what they said in the article is that it's now a freaking, like, Bluetooth speaker. Harden so Carmen's the... Invoke. It is, um, 50, 60 bucks, 70 bucks. Yeah. It's reasonable for a uh, Bluetooth speaker, right? It's reasonable for one. Um, I mean... But I'm I, wondering if that's because, like, uh, yeah, yeah, this is going on. I, like, I'm hoping yeah. that the price wasn't higher before. Mm -hmm. Does that mean if people bought this thing, I, first of all, I really feel bad for you. But if you bought this thing, like, marked up because it has Cortana on it, and all of a sudden they, they fucking ax that, I love how this article. Oh, now, I love expensive speaker. I love this article says the Invoke was a very good smart speaker, and also it has Cortana. 
and and like <laughs> and they don't see the humor in that. Um, I don't know. Apparently, apparently it was a great sounding smart speaker. I, I've I've looked up in ter- well in terms of smart speakers. Okay, I've never looked into a smart speaker because I don't fucking understand that. It should connect via Bluetooth or via aux. I don't know why it need, would need to do anything else. No one was ever going to use a Cortana thing like an Alexa. Um, I don't. I guess I don't understand this product. I don't understand why it exists. This is like if Apple. I can't even say that. I can't even make a joke about I, putting Siri like, in, in in Alexa because they did that. They made the fucking HomePod. I really. Th- yeah. yeah, that's that's the thing though. Like, Alexa's on a pod. For, like, Alexa's in a speaker. Um, Google's in a speaker. Like, Siri's in a speaker. I think they wanted to jump on the train, but surprise. Nobody gives a shit about Cortana. Yeah, Ooh. the difference between those is um, Google Assistant's probably the most useful um, in my experience. Yeah, because and I can see why Google would want to launch it because Assistant's actually really good now. Um, Alexa's runner-up. It's you can pretty much say almost anything about Google Assistant. It's the same for Alexa. It just lacks a few things and it's a bit slower. Sometimes it doesn't understand things at well at all. And there's specific shit it can't answer. Um, I read more into that a long time ago. I don't remember it in full. But let's say for for now, let's just say they're comparable. Uh, Siri is fucking awful comparatively in just about every way. You Any I iOS I, user... I, I, yeah? I, I think the only thing good about Siri is the uh, enunciation. Because <laughs> it has, like, I think it has a way different, like, like system compared to everything else it's more advanced oh, i thought you meant like the pronunciation so of its name to call you <laughs> oh that <laughs> meme yeah 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 like I, I i'm not sure if any other smart like like assistant can do that and that's the only thing that stands out with siri um well the the reason the home pod debatably worked if i remember correctly apple stopped selling it so i'm not sure how big of a, su- a success it was i know they sell like the homepod mini and all the other versions now but um didn't, didn't it look like a hockey puck the you can still buy the homepod that's still on there oh you can yeah rather no they don't look like a hockey puck they're just they kind just of like a mini. an orb but melon you can oh. still buy it you said right yeah you can still buy the original one which honestly i don't know why you would yeah, I heard it sounded good and had some cool speaker tech, but nothing Alexa didn't have. The only reason Siri works at, on a on a, like a smart speaker in concept is literally because it's Apple, and Apple users will buy the Apple product. They know that if they start selling that, they will get sales. Cortana is not does not have the same reach as like Siri or any of them. It's that annoying thing that people have seen as annoying since what 2014 when Windows 10 like launched. Yeah. 2014 2016 somewhere around then i don't remember what what year windows 10 did launch at Whoa, no one liked it i felt the doubt probably like a little bit later after windows 10 launched Ooh, what's cortana and then two weeks later i hate it yeah um i i've never heard of a single person who's like cortana for the record and that's, I, I can exaggerate but that's not an exaggeration i just have never heard of anyone who liked it there's multiple articles out there trying to tell you how to remove it it's pretty simple too yeah um so i don't know this is only really a big loss to people who bought this specific speaker for the cortana compatibility um but then again i don't know why else you'd buy this speaker except for that one reason because there are better 
speak uh, i mean smart speakers in that i'm not sure if it's but... not the cheapest and it's not the most expensive then there's really no other reason to buy it yeah so i don't or or if it's not bang for the buck and this isn't yeah um i don't know yeah i i don't i don't understand this product at all but rest in peace to the invokes cortana functionality and i hope all five users who used it um can can cope with the loss uh yeah that's this fucking <laughs> joke of a story i i still i cannot comprehend why this product exists looking at the con the comments the comments real quick um people are now questioning if people on like xda forums um or just android hackers would be able to potentially um hack it to have what is this here assistant or anything yeah if you can get assistant on there that would be that wouldn't be lost yeah it'd be pretty cool um but there'd be a lot you have to manually code i have a feeling uh and people are saying alexa that's ain't you're not gonna get alexa on like there. didn't they make it like relatively simple to like embed like assistant because i i remember seeing like assistant on chrome and it wasn't made I, i'm no not assistant on chrome assistant on windows 10 and it was like a third party thing. I didn't look at it. Embedding it into Android is completely different than that that Google or that thing someone made for PC. I know what you're talking about. That's completely mm. different. You'd have to tell it what is this and what like what is this microphone and what does this do and how to use this and there's a lot of that you have to manually do. Yeah. Um so I guess it's the only hope for those people who still want a give it a, a shot smart, smart speaker. See how it goes. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we'll move on here to a story from ZDNet. Uh, malicious apps on Google Play drop banking trojans on user devices. Um, the dropper was loaded into otherwise innocent looking software in each of the in each of the 10 apps were utilities, including Cake VPN. Who would ever fucking download something in Cake VPN? Uh, Pacific VPN, Beat Player, QR Code Scanner Max, and QR Recorder. Sorry, Q Recorder. No, you are a quarter. <laughs> yeah. The utilities functionality is ripped from existing legitimate open source Android apps. Um, so it's pretty, it's it's the equivalent of an asset swap, but a malicious asset, asset swap. A malicious ass swap. Yeah, Matt, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Yes. Uh, Dub Class 82 CPR says newly discovered dropper has been designed to deliver financial malware. Uh, once triggered, second stage payloads are pulled from GitHub, including MRAT and AlienBot. Um... If the infection, if the infected device prevents installation of applications from unknown sources, Class A2 prompts the user with a fake request pretending to be Google Play Services, requesting the user to allow the installation every five seconds. Every <laughs> five seconds. Ooh. Can you fucking imagine, dude? Holy shit! That's a hint, ain't it? Yeah, you're you're never getting that shit off. You're gonna have to like super quickly navigate to delete the app. Well, but even then, it's already installed itself. It's not going away, so yikes yikes mm. um if you've installed fucking cake vpn for some reason uh, un uninstall it reset your phone do whatever i don't know why you'd install this shit the only in my experience the only free vpn that doesn't have fucking viruses is betternet and i'm pretty sure they just sell your yeah. like your data that they can collect to directly to the chinese government so, <laughs> I mean, if you're looking for a VPN that's free, there's your, like, one option. Or just use, like, OpenVPN protocol and host your own. It's not going to be as fast or anything, but it, it's better than this. 
Uh, QR barcode scanner max is my favorite on there because I have like a, uh, both a different barcode and QR scanner app, but they're like, they're both um, free. My f- Samsung phone has a embedded one. It Mine doesn't. My, my 5G doesn't what? have that built in, but <laughs> I wasn't paying much attention. Um, QR code. What is it? I, I don't remember the names of them off the top of my head. Oh, yeah, Mine does too. Yeah. The two I have are both free, highly rated, and I believe are open source, but they're also, they've been on the Play Store for like years, and they're fine. They, they don't have anything in them that's bad, to my, to my knowledge. And one of them hasn't even been updated since like Android 7, or 6, actually, and it still works. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know why you get QR barcode scanner max. Like, what what is the max version? What is the equivalent of a professional version of a fucking qr barcode qr slash barcode scanner do what the fuck does that do uh it's bluetooth connected to your coffee maker so you can scan a qr code and make your coffee Wait, <laughs> <laughs> dude the the sad part is i can imagine something like that existing uh-huh it's not even like too that's that's big an exaggeration. yeah. Like near future, that that could become a thing. You get like like twelve different curious things. It can cycle kind of through. a thing with NFC. You can do it yourself. No, I just mean with the coffee thing specifically. You get like twelve different curious things in like a, a spinning yeah. thing, and you scan a barcode, <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, you want this barcode of curious thing? All right, just wheel the thing to this, and we'll drop it in. Mm-hmm. Like I can imagine that existing, and I hate that I can. I just could probably make yeah. it myself with Bluetooth. Make like the, the the most useless product ever. That's uh-huh. sell at least fifty thousand units. I don't even drink coffee. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, if you have... that could I could only see that working in like the like far future where there's like coffee printers or something like that. No, that no, that's something easy like to a do. Replicator just fucking... or something. Yeah. No, you just have to put like a um, you would literally just have to code this wheel to recognize um what like this code means this thing okay and then just put it in some fucking website that converts it to a barcode and then like print it out put it on your wall and scan it on your phone and have your phone either hooked up to the coffee maker or some some way wirelessly hooked up and it's like oh this is scanned okay uh turn to this thing since this is rather not this or is scanned, but alternatively this... you could just load it yourself no i know i'm just saying <laughs> exactly. it's not <laughs> It's that, not that's a what talking about it would make more sense if you had a replicator. No, yeah, I'm just saying it's not. It wouldn't be that hard to make. That like that's something that could be made in a month. Um, yeah. but it's like it's again, it's a useless product that you'd see in like a made-on-TV commercial. Really poured to do it though. It would sell um, like fifty thousand units, and it'd be the most useless shit ever. But you'd still make money off it, most likely. Yeah. There you go. Free. <laughs> free fucking um. Uh, invention for someone watching. There you go. Go yeah, make yeah. that. Uh, go right ahead. Uh, Move uh, on to. Well, from... I just want to mention one more thing. Um, just to go over for VPNs, use BetterNet or build your own VPN. Don't use uh, BetterNet. No, if you need, if you need well, a free one for like ten seconds, use BetterNet. Um. Yeah. I, I wouldn't recommend sure. it in any other way. Uh, you're you're much or better then off. Ju- yeah, just build your own. Use the freaking. You, well, you're much thing. better off just paying like eight dollars for one month of Malvat. Oh, that, like, in my money. opinion, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I would not trust PIA anymore. I used to be able to recommend them, but I, I really can't after who they were bought out by. Uh, but we'll move on um, here to a story from Lifehacker. Um, 
Apple is con Apple's continuing? No. Apple is discontinuing the iMac Pro. Now what? Um, this article goes on to compare the performance of the iMac Pro versus a bunch of other shit Apple's released in the past, like, two to three years, and shows how the iMac Pro really doesn't perform all that much better than a lot of it. I'm... Uh, the Mac Mini's doing way better. If I recall, isn't this the same iMac Pro that um, Lewis Rossman and Linus Tech Tips did that collaboration on and Linus could not find a replacement screen for at all? And I think we, we we may have covered that, or at least... No, was it, there it, is. Was it the screen? It yeah, it was the screen. They couldn't get um, Apple to do... Or no, yeah, no, yeah, it was, because um, their, his employee Anthony dropped the screen and it cracked and they needed a uh... new one and Apple wouldn't... Even even though they said they will spend however much money it costs, Apple said they would not sell them one because they've tampered with the yeah, device. Yeah. I thought they they roasted the motherboard. Nah, the board was fine. Um, but uh, Anthony dropped the screen and it, he was trying to install it and it just slid yeah. down and hit the desk. He said sparks came out, which with how the power supply was exposed, eh, yeah, maybe maybe that happened. I don't think that Wait. was the iMac Pro thing, Charles. Oh, am I, I thinking I just of someone wanna, else? Just want to um, like uh, get this down. Is the iMac Pro the cheese grater? N Rob, it shows it at the top of the, the article. It's the no, no it's the I flat one. No, I think one. it was that. No, 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 no. The Mac Pro, yeah, that was probably what it was. The iMac Pro is, is the one with the screen thing, Charles. The not the sparks. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I mean the uh, the all-in-one. I think that's what it okay. was. Yeah. Oh, so the iMac Pro is the all-in-one. The yeah. one with the exposed power okay, supply. Okay, okay. So have the to look Mac into it, Pro is the cheese grater. Yeah, the Mac Pro is the cheese grater. Um, okay, all right. I was going to say, like... Uh... I don't know. I, I kind of feel bad for iMac Pro users. Um, because it, it, although now it's not considered a great value... Um, I remember at the time, um, Ro even Rossman, I believe, considered it. And I, don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. I don't want to, like... Uh, fucking trash Lewis Rossman's name by saying something wrong, but I believe he said that it was a great value. And there were other reviewers that also said it was a great value for what you got. Um, that changed pretty quickly when the Radeon um, Vega stuff, or a AMD's Radeon Vega line, they just kind of fucking forgot about and just never really updated and left and never talked about because it never caught on. So that changed pretty quickly there, and then Apple's released better stuff since 2017, obviously. Um, but I, I do remember at the time it was widely seen as a really good like price per performance. It was great, and if you built your own thing versus the iMac Pro, you couldn't really come close to the the specs. Well, you could. I should say you could come close, but you couldn't get there. Um, you couldn't get to the same performance for what uh, they were charging. So it was one of the few cases where what Apple was charging for a device was actually less than building it yourself um with some exceptions like the fact that the, like the screen's built in and it's 5k but it wasn't actually 5k and stuff like that but i don't know it sucks to see what, what was considered a value product now being discontinued then again i understand That's why it's being why discontinued. it's being discontinued it's not even that i think it's just well, because yeah. everything's obsolete at this point um, there's a good chance uh that factored in though yeah I think the, the probably the, the nail in the coffin was the fact that the, the Radeon Vega shit is just... It never fucking caught on, and it had tons mm -hmm. of issues. Um, there's a reason when people think about, you know, the GPUs AMD's released in the last few years, they're like, oh yeah, you know, they did the RX um, 3, I believe it was 70, then the 480, 
uh and then by the way this is this is across years these, these were part of their own generations like the 300 series but there was the rx 300 series the 400 series the 500 series and then the new um uh xt sorry the rx 5500 xt and the 5600 xt people skip over that one year where they released the vegas and it's so funny to me that no one remembers it um it's just treated as if it wasn't a thing because it was originally targeting gamers it didn't catch on so then they said okay it's actually great for enterprise and editing videos and it didn't catch on and then it had a bunch of bugs with cooling and like or bugs in its own firmware related to cooling and then it just fucking that was it it they just stopped updating it um which is a far cry from what they have now where their newest gpus can rival nvidia for the first time in many years but yeah i i don't know rip rip imac pro at this point by the way it probably isn't very priced to performance f in the chat boys yeah Mm -hmm. so i yeah i don't know rip imac pro um i'm not sure how to feel about it now that it it i it it could be seen as priced to performance because of the gpu shortage but it's also really old and it's running a gpu that is borderline obsolete um because even no matter how recent it was it's just like amd don't actively do shit with it um so yeah imac pro is no more um i will forever really enjoy that those videos rossman did with linus tech tips on it though and um yeah those were great um did you see the the electro boom one i did not see the electro boom one where they shocked the ram Oh, that, oh, yeah, that Linus Tech Tips collab. Yes, I did see that. That was funny. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, We'll move on here to a story from Eurogamer. Uh, Fortnite's next season begins with the Battle Royale's first single-player narrative sequence, um, which, I mean, technically ignores the fact that Save the World could be played single-player and had a narrative, but we'll we'll just forget no, about that no. for now. <laughs> um, only, only freaking Battle Royale exists. Now, for the record, uh, this talks about like how agent whatever the fuck his name is agent jones uh, will you'll play through the conclusion of agent jones mission in the zero crisis finale i don't know who fucking agent jones is i don't play fortnite he used to be jonesy he's the blonde guy he's epic okay yes exactly um uh yeah i i i really find it funny how their their narrative driven multiplayer experience didn't work I shouldn't say narrative-driven, but their multiplayer experience that was more narrative-driven than a Battle Royale, for sure, uh, never caught on. So, now, in their Battle Royale, they're integrating a narrative experience. It's single-player, but I don't know if that's a plus or minus in this case. Um, I, I, man, one of these days I should re-download Save the World and see if they ever added anything. Only the only time I remember them adding stuff actually worth it was um Christmas twenty eighteen. That's my only like good memory with it. They added a lot of cool skins, cool I think they had one cool map. And then after that it was just nothing. It was just a drought. And they already announced that they're not really gonna be developing it much anymore. Um but yeah, I don't know if you play Fortnite, enjoy the single player experience, which seems really out of place for that game. Um we are really stretched for time here, so we're gonna move on uh pretty quickly. Uh, this one's from IGN. Aliens Fireteam meets six new Xenomorph types. IGN first. Um, I want to be pretty clear here. I did not know there was a new alien ga- like alien game coming out um, until I saw this, uh, let alone that there are six different alien types in it. 
Uh, but looking at the Ooh, gameplay boy. IGN here, it literally looks to be like Colonial Marines, but good. Yeah. Um. So I'm not sure. I don't know. I I know there are many people who've said in the past, you know, Alien the Alien franchise does not work as like a third person shooter, and that seems to be what this is. So I'm I'm not really sold on it yet. I I definitely have to wait and see how this turns out. Yeah. Third-person shooters, in my opinion, don't work very well in uh in enclosed spaces like Alien games should be in. Yeah, um, and co- the fact that um, too, people found ways in the code, like literally change one variable in the code ways in um Colonial Marines to fix improve the AI. Yeah, to improve the a- AI and fix the game. Who just like moaned in the background? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was my dad. All right, Charles' dad in the podcast. Mm-hmm. No, um, I New it was member. like one line of code um that was disabled, and it looked like by accident that improved the AI a ton, like an insane amount. It didn't make alien um Colonial Marines good, but it made it a lot better than it was. And the fact that they never <laughs> actually went back and like updated the game on steam they had the all you had to do was open the fucking code change one thing and push the update that's like a one meg or less update and they they didn't even do that it, it doesn't give me hope for and i i don't to be fair this is the same developers but just like the rights holders the fact that they didn't even do that it doesn't give me a lot of hope for another third person shooter alien game at all um but this may also just oh, be their do- little faith this may just be their do-over um, so I, I don't, I don't know. It's a new developer. I guess I should give them their own chance, but eh. also the, um, which one is this here? This doesn't say the type of, uh, alien is, but the second alien there, isn't that the, the standard one? Like the one that's in all the films and everything. The drone. Yeah. The drone. Because it looks the most like it. I don't know. I'm not, they didn't label one standard. I'm not. A f- I know of a. Oh wait. wait. The drone? I might have been looking at the wrong one. The drone is the um the second image, two of six. No, I don't. Oh wait. For some reason, <laughs> it's being weird. All right. Yes, the head might be a little different, but yeah. Yeah. That looks about right. Yeah. I don't know. I cuz I they don't exactly have like a normal alien or like classic alien labeled here. Um so I I have to assume that's it. Uh yeah. So I don't know. I really didn't know this game was a thing. When is this release? Does this have a release date yet? They recently announced. Let's go to this article real quick. This was announced on March 2nd of t- 2021. Wow. <laughs> it was, apparently it was teased like 3 years ago okay i never i never knew that uh uh no release date okay and rating pending too uh all right well i i don't know i'm i'm half interested in it because i want a new alien game i love the name hints that maybe the aliens are gonna be uh uh part of the like multiplayer experience maybe that'd be cool I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. So. Like, um, didn't Alien Colonial Marines have, like, the same thing? I don't think so. I don't remember Colonial Marines having... Or am I having... thinking of a different Aliens game? You might be thinking of a different Alien game. 
I don't remember um, Colonial Marines having like player alien versus. You're probably thinking of Evolve. No, I'm not thinking <laughs> of Evolve. Not at all. Uh, I don't know. I hope this game does end up well, and the developers don't get fucking Colonial Marines. Maybe it was um, Aliens versus Predators or something. Maybe. Uh, move on here to a story about a game that also no one here seemed to have heard about. Uh, this one's from Polygon. Disintegration developer V1 Interactive shuts down. I I don't remember. I never. I did not remember the name of this game, but I remember this uh, concept. Not concept art. This uh, cover art they have here um, of the game. That's all I remember. I've not seen gameplay of it. Um, I, <laughs> I, I didn't know anything about it. But apparently the studio that launched in... I do kind of remember. I think I saw that on Steam. I think it was in my queue or something. That's probably where I've seen the, the cover art before, but I'd never watched, I never looked at like the gameplay of it or anything. Um, I watched a, a little bit of the gameplay before um, we started. I'm thinking it's like a... Well, I think it is mediocre is it multiplayer or single player uh, i didn't seem it didn't seem like it was multiplayer no gotcha but uh i think it's more like story than gameplay but either yeah. way it's just sad to see that they make one game and then they get shut down <laughs> i probably didn't make enough money <laughs> i mean to be fair their marketing was pretty awful if like no one here's really heard yeah, of it beyond no one seeing it once about it. yeah it also we did looks... see it. We just saw the reviews were like really bad, I, and then I just blocked it out, out of our memories. Oh, I never, I never looked at the reviews. I just never seen the. Oh, I like, did. Oh, that's cool. Um, it was mixed on Steam, I think. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I remember this just looked like Destiny, or or Anthem. It actually looked a lot like Anthem if you look at that yeah, image. Yeah, it, it. When I first saw it, I, I was probably thinking Anthem. <laughs> yeah. You know, the more, the more I think about it, that's probably what I thought it was, too. I probably thought this was Anthem and just passed over it. Because it looks very, very similar design-wise to Anthem, especially with the four-armed robot thing in the background. Um, yeah, it's hard not to see it as Anthem. Uh, apparently, those are blasters, but whatever. Those are bla- Oh, yeah, they are. They look like arms from a distance. I know. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, rip in peace, this game. I never, I'm ever sorry, played V1. it. Yeah, uh, V1 Interactive. Worst name. Watch there be a V2 interactive. Like, watch them actually just start one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Rip V1 interactive and rip this game. Move on here to our final story, which was a last-minute edition, because uh, I forgot this was happening today. I actually was going to cover this when it happened, and then I just didn't... I don't, I don't remember if I didn't remember or didn't... It, they didn't announce when it was happening, but this happened today. Um, it's from Yahoo Finance, but this isn't really their, like, news from them. You can find this anywhere. Um, Roblox went public on the stock market after saying they would a while ago. And it's pretty fucking cool because Roblox is a stock I've thought for a long time will do pretty fucking amazing in the stock market. They make like billions of dollars a year off of just microtransactions alone. Like that's their whole business. And they they made money that much from children, literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, but it's not like it's unwilling. You can't say that. Mm -hmm. At and there's least no they're giving something in exchange. Yeah, and it's not yeah. loot boxes. That's the good part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, out of all things, uh, like little kids could spend money on with microtransactions, Roblox avatar shit is probably one of the better options compared to a lot of other shit, like um, 2K games with the loot box shit for the basketball stuff, and EA games, etc. Um, FIFA and stuff like that. 
it began trading at $64.50 a share, um, well above the reference price of 45 bucks. I was actually like looking at their, at the Robinhood, like at their stock, by the way, and I was going to buy it the second it came out, but it did, it was just said later today, it'll, you know, you'll be able to buy it. And then I look away and I think like maybe 20 minutes later, and I didn't realize this till an hour later, uh, it, it went public. I'm like, oh shit. So then I bought in at fucking $72 and then it, of course, signature Matt move, it just went back down and it never reached $72 again today. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like 70. <laughs> um, so I've lost uh, $2 or something like that. It's, it's cool. I put in eighteen dollars. Broke if you keep this investment up. <laughs> the only investment I have that's made money is uh fi- the fifteen dollars I put in Bitcoin like a week ago. Bitcoin's still going up, and I put it in at a good price. Um, so it, I've made I've made what I've lost off of Roblox uh, on on Bitcoin, like two bucks. So that's yeah. Good. Um, and I'm not taking that Bitcoin out most likely unless I stop using Robinhood because you can't transfer it to any other wallet. So, yeah, cool shit there. At least you don't have to deal with transfer fees. Um, yeah, Roblox went public though. Yeah. So if, if you were looking into buy or invest in Roblox, which I personally would have loved to do years ago because I, I always thought Roblox would be an amazing investment. Um, now you can. Now you are completely able to invest in them. I hope this doesn't. I I heard. No, nah, I won't bring that up. Um. But yeah, that's really all we got. Um. But uh, happy Mario Day! It's March tenth. Oh yeah, it's Mario. March fucking tenth. Jahoo. Yeah, Mar March <laughs> Day. Um. So yeah, thank you guys for watching. Um. Be it on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or all the other fucking small platforms that Anchor put this out to that I don't. E- I've never heard of. Um, thank you guys so much for, even if you're listening on one of those small platforms, thank you guys so much for uh, listening. Uh, it does mean a lot. And yeah, we'll be back with another podcast next week. I'm Earth the Fat. Um, I said I was not going to do the name thing at the end anymore because it just, it just wastes time. But, uh, and I'm here with Bear is Some or Small Boy Bear, Charles or Club Me and Melon Rap. And who was back? Bear was back. Yeah. And this is I us. Oh yeah. You were back. My bad. You were back. I've been back. And uh, this is us. We're back. (laughs) This is us signing off.